definitely the when you look at the low end these guys know that they're not going to be providing their own slicer um and or you know not necessarily and they want to focus on the machine because you're that's what they're selling um on the mid to high end range you find some custom slicers being done that really take advantage of the machine the best way possible uh, that sort of thing really isn't as feasible to do on the low end uh, the other side of that is the, the material side of things in terms of open or closed. On the low end, you're going to buy whatever size filament that you need uh, from wherever you want to. But some of these higher end platforms, they're going to control all of the materials as well as the slicing profiles and everything else surrounding that. And while that does make the system more closed, it does allow them the possibility to offer an out-of-the-box working solution that's just smoother. Uh, if I, would, uh, I, as a manufacturer, were to create this printer and sell it to you, <clears throat> and I don't know what you're putting in it, and you contact me and say, hey, Jeff, this printer's not printing well. I'll be like, uh, and what are you printing? And your answer is, I'm not sure. I ordered it on Amazon, and it's blue. That doesn't really help me to help you. Um, but if I know that you can only use the material that I've provided, and I know all of the uh, parameters of that material, and I have even a batch number on the material that you've got, I can tell you what exactly is going on, even if that is, oh, hey, you know what? Actually, I just checked and we had a bad batch there. We're sending you out a replacement rule right now. Yeah, I think that's, um, that's a key part. So not only has the, um, has the vendor sort of uh, tested that material and they know it works well, um, you know, you have one place to go back uh, for, for support. So if, you know, they've provided both the machine and the material, um, you can just go back and say, uh, hey, guys, look at this. Uh, what's up with this uh, print? And they can say, you know, they can know is it a, is actually a machine problem or a, or a materials problem. They can actually help uh, figure that out. Um, and again, kind of looping back on the quality side of things just to make sure the material is, um, is consistent and works as expected. Yeah, definitely. The... Uh... I think that's one thing that you'll see in common amongst the high end, higher end systems is that they're not just printers, they're systems or solutions or you know platforms. And by that, I mean, there's a bunch of components that all go together. It's the printer, it's the materials, it's the profiles, it's you know accessories for drying the material. It's all of those things that help to ensure that you have success doing whatever it is that you wanna do. Yeah, exactly. Um... So another factor that I that I, I think of, you know, especially if you are looking at a, the lower end hobbyist uh, printers is just around ease of use. You know, you might think that, oh, it probably just has fewer buttons and there's less, uh, there's less options. So it would be a simpler um, process to use um, something on the lower end as opposed to, you know, a fancy industrial machine might have lots of uh, buttons and lots of ways to kind of go down the wrong path for that reason. Uh, it may be complex for a lot of uh, technicians um, in this industry. Uh, what's been your sense of, of that? Uh, I mean, there's certainly a little bit of that because the higher end systems will have more options uh, or at least more options that are in your face. Um, I think where you run into some, you know, challenging ease of use type things on the lower end, are some of the things around, you know, let's say manual bed leveling, which may be, may be quite simple or may be fairly complex depending on uh, the particular printer or model and how they've done that. There's been a couple of printers that I've worked with that simply have a 
a three-point bed leveling solution, which is great so long as the bed itself is totally flat. Uh, and then there was another one that had, you know, 16 points to do the bed leveling. And the reason for that is to, to allow you to account for the bed itself having little sort of warpage, warpages uh, within the bed itself. But the challenge there is it's a little bit more complex to, to do that leveling and to get it right. And with some of those things too, and again, this kind of gets back to the, uh, the community support and the documentation, it's the sort of thing that you can make things much worse. Uh, and if you don't really kind of know what you're doing, you can mess it up. Uh, and then there too, like the bed leveling and the bed warping, for example, on a higher end machine, you're going to have typically a, a more robust bed that is going to be more rigid and more flat and more planar so that some of those issues uh, are less. And you'll have things like automated bed leveling and you'll have things like a bed mesh map where it will take a number of measurements across the bed and automatically account for any differences from the uh, true planar surface relative to the machine compared with the surface of the print bed. Hmm. Um, yeah, I, I can see how that would uh, save you lots of time and really just lead to a, a higher quality um, device that, that you're printing if you don't have to mess around too much with that. Um, the more automatic, the better. On the, I guess, speaking to the quality, I mean, at the end of the day, um, in ONP, uh, you know, the stuff we're printing in a machine, um, it's going to be fit on a patient. And quality is um, almost, uh, I would say, even more important than, than speed. Because um, if it's not going to be uh, equal or better uh, quality or outcome for the patient, then, you know, it doesn't actually matter the thing is going to be faster or have an overall you know, device cost, that's, that's less. Um, so looking at the quality, how do you see, I mean, we kind of talked a little bit about, you know, the lower end probably is not good enough for, for a patient, but how do you kind of um, distinguish between sort of the mid range and, the, and what you might get off the higher end machines? Yeah, so it's going to come down to, like I was sort of saying about the entire solution. So it's not necessarily just going to be the printer. It's going to be the printer and the material and the materials handling and the profiles that you use to print it. Um, and when you factor in all of those things, you're going to, generally speaking, get, get a better result from a higher end printer. Um, but you may be able to achieve an equivalent result with the mid-range printer if you're going a little bit slower, perhaps. Right. Um, so there's, there's trade-offs there. So we can't really just talk about one thing without talking about the other, because the, the ability to, to achieve the desired results is partially a function of speed. Uh, if, we, if we considered the quality to be just how perfectly is the printer able to follow the, the instructions that it's given, if we think about it in car terms, it's a lot easier to stay in between the lines or the cones or whatever our race path is if you slow down a little bit. Um, and so in terms of the printer being able to follow the instructions, by going a little bit slower, we can get better results oftentimes. Yeah. Yeah, I think um, that's, that's great. I think um, those are all the main things I wanted to talk about today. Are there any other things you wanted to kind of mention there, Jeff? Uh, I mean, we could also talk about an installation package. Again, kind of that goes along with the documentation uh, as being sort of an accessory to the whole thing and being something that not everybody is going to invest in. Um, if you're taking a really popular 
a lower end printer for which there's, you know, tens of thousands or hundreds of thousands of them being sold, whether that's, you know, something from Prusa Research or something like a MakerBot, uh, where they get enough volume that it's worthwhile making the time to do a good installation package and put together the accessories. If you just get some sort of knockoff that some company somewhere is making 500 of them, chances are you're not going to get uh, really good materials for those. Whereas in the mid and high end, you're going to be able to get a much better installation package. Um, in fact, you may have somebody coming with the printer to just set it up at your facility and do, do on-site training. And that's the sort of thing that can really help you get a, get a good start uh, so that even if it doesn't work perfectly out of the box, so to speak, um, if you've had the opportunity to work with somebody who's an expert on that specific printer for a day or two, you're in a much different position than after you've, you know, plugged it into the wall and, and read 10 pages in a manual. For sure. For sure. Yeah. Um, no, that's great insights, uh, as usual, Jeff, uh, thanks again for, for your time. Um, can't wait until our next chat. Great. Uh, until next time. If you enjoyed this episode, feel free to like, review, or share on whichever platform you're listening on. We build these episodes according to what we think you want to hear. So please do leave us some feedback by either leaving a comment or reaching out to us at info at forum.com. Until then, take care.